Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Ambuja food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down, down with the Ambuja food aid. Good morning, St. Paul, Twin Cities. This is your Unbuji Foodie. I want to welcome you to, the, to today's show. A little tongue-tied this morning. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold out there. Uh, now, mind you, yes, maybe many of you are quite used to this weather. <laughs> I'm a tropical person, so <laughs> not really. Not used to it yet. And even though I've been here for nearly 10 years, it's, I don't think I'll get used to it. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Uh, as you know, I am here every Saturday at 10 a.m., maybe a minute or two after, you know, waiting for information to be said on the radio. Um, <laughs> but I definitely want to thank you so much for taking the time to just... Uh, sit back if you would and again hoping you're having that cup of coffee or cereal for me and let's talk about some new places that are either in the neighborhoods or just around the twin cities uh before that i want to give you an opportunity as well to share maybe your experience so please feel free to give me a call here uh on the show which is at the radio station 651-200-3479 once again that telephone number is 651-200-3479 as always you know you could always follow me on facebook and leave me a message there Um, that's the unbougie foodie Um, but then you know i haven't posted in a while honestly because there's just so many things happening (laughs) um and it's taken up a lot of yeah posting time for food that's not to say i haven't taken any pictures of food but for instagram it is the underscore unbougie foodie i know how people like to actually get their appetites wet by looking at food and pictures of food and i i aim to oblige um but um not lately but i will (laughs) you know we all have busy lives i'm quite sure as you all know but then also there is Twitter, which is at Foodie, And I always say it's always a place where you'll find maybe a point or two that I'll make never a rant or anything like that, or I'll be sharing a recipe. So that's social media and definitely getting in contact with me here at the radio station. But let's just say that you have not had an opportunity to, maybe you missed a past show. You wanna have an opportunity to listen to maybe one that's been recorded. Um, Because as always, my show is recorded. Um, You could always visit my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com, where you'll be able to hear those past uh, recordings. Um, 
see a few articles that I've written. Um, but, you know, again, as I mentioned, let's go ahead and get started with the today's show. I don't know if you're familiar with Rice Street and so many restaurants that are on it. <laughs> I mean, okay, if you live in St. Paul, you're familiar with Rice Street. A lot of activity goes on on Rice Street. I mean, there are a number of different uh, restaurants that I've even mentioned um, and talked about. Uh, great breakfast places. Uh, a great one, if you're not familiar with Rice Street, is uh, Coffee Cup. Coffee Cup, it's right at the corner of uh, Rice and Arlington. You can't miss it. You really can't. Wonderful, wonderful food. Um, another one, Tin Cup. But I, I say all of that, and these are breakfast places and some of them, and sometimes lunch as well. But I say all of that because, you know, I have been somehow on this Thai food frenzy. <laughs> I'll say I won't say binge, um, but, you know, true enough, there were two or three days in a row that I had Thai food. But it, I just thought it was quite interesting. I, I was hungry one night and as I was coming home from the office and I figured, let me stop at this place. Um, it's a Thai place, and I am going to, I I know I'm not going to do this right, but <laughs> it's Krung Thap Thai, uh, and they are located on 1141 Rice Street in St. Paul. I open every day from 10.30 a.m. to 10 p.m., um, and, you know, Gosh, when I went there I already, it I have to tell you that it is a new building. Uh, I remember when they mentioned that they were going to be coming to Rice Street or to the neighborhood. And I even talked about it uh, at one point on a past show, but it had been so long and they finally have completed it. I think they have been open now for about almost two months. Really nice and I don't really talk about decor and everything like that, but when it's a nice place, I'm like, it has chandeliers and just makes you feel really comfortable, um, but still really fancy. <laughs> but the food, though, uh, so, so good. And if you've not been in there yet, I, I really have to encourage, I would really like to encourage, not, <laughs> I would really like to encourage you to go um, when you, you know, if you want to find out even more information about them, you can certainly visit their website, which is www.krungthapthai.com or .co actually. Hmm. There's no M at the end of that. So just to make sure that you have that information, it is www.krungthapthai.com. I A I, you know, Thai, sorry, dot co, C O. Um, so, yeah, definitely, you know, I encourage you to you know, visit their website to find out more information. But I'll just mention a few things that were on the menu that were just really, really good. Um, I know their friends have tried to get me to go to Mongtown Market um, or Mung Village and have stuffed chicken wings and it's not because I don't like them at all I've just not had the opportunity to have them 
and like I said, the invitations have come, but sometimes, you know, you may not have the budget enough at that time. Anyway, all jokes aside on that, I went to, uh, when I went to Krung uh, Thup Thai, and someone could probably call in and tell me if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but the very first thing on the menu was stick, uh, stuffed chicken wings. And it is so good, y'all. So good. I mean, I, you have to have it to understand <laughs> what it's like. And the ingredients on the inside, uh, glass noodles, onions, carrots, chestnuts, um, shiitake mushroom, and ground chicken. And it's all stuffed in the chicken wing. Uh, now, mind you, it's it's boneless, or it, the, that piece of the chicken wing is boneless. So, I think the small portion of the wing is still there. You know, it has the bones, but the portion that really matters, <laughs> um, it's just I. Someone will have to actually show me how to do this one day. I don't know who is going to have to show me, but I want to learn. <laughs> I still want to learn, and even if it, I make a few errors, or I would love to definitely learn how to do that, but stuffed chicken wings. Now it's making me want to go definitely to Mung Village or Mung Town, uh, the Mung Town um, Market and have whatever varieties that they have, but it was very good. It was so good. Uh, and so that I had the very first time for myself having that stuffed um, chicken wings. I hope somebody else has also had um, maybe a first time. Maybe they could call in and tell me what they thought of that. So if you're interested and you would like to maybe describe what your experience was on that, uh, definitely let me know. 651-200-3479. You know, this is a it's a food show and though i am doing the talking right now don't have a guest in the booth not today hopefully soon as around the the holiday times things start to slow down but pick up for like restaurants and so forth because people are going out families are coming in so on so we'll we'll change that um i'm looking forward to having one or two new guests or um, that have that have a business food business here in St. Paul if you would um, that will really be sharing some really great um, cuisines ones that you've probably already had and visited and so forth but those of that have not had an opportunity to maybe maybe hear about these I'll be bringing those up or inviting them on but Again, going back to um, this Thai place, I I wanted to also have different things that I know that are kind of like a staple. Um, the stuffed chicken wing, I think, is probably going to be a staple now for me when I go to a Thai restaurant. Um, or if I see it on the menu, I'll say, yes, I would like to order that because I have now... A standard or some type of guide that I could say, yeah, I've had stuffed chicken wings and I like it this way and I like that way. Well, the next was fresh rolls. Now, I will have to say that no matter where I go, um, Asian 
Hmong, whatever, Thai. I always will, unfortunately, and maybe this is a little, this is some pretentiousness coming out for the unbougie foodie, yes. I will probably judge or feel a certain type of way about a restaurant based on their spring rolls. And I know, maybe, does that sound bad? I, I hope not. It's just, you know, there are certain restaurants that might have a very distinct way of preparing a spring roll. Maybe they've prepared it, prepared it ahead of time and they put it in the refrigerator. And then as someone orders it, then they will, you know, remove it from the refrigerator and then cut it in pieces or just simply unwrap it. Others will actually prepare it fresh. And you really can tell the difference. I have to say, you you can tell the difference. Um, even, you know, the different type of vegetables uh, that are used on the inside. And oftentimes, like with here at Krum Tuk Thai, uh, stuffed uh, with, you know, shrimp, either shrimp, barbecue pork, uh, fresh vegetables, vermicelli, noodles, you can actually tell uh, from those ingredients has this been sitting maybe a little too long in a refrigerator (laughs) you know or was this probably from the next days um the wrapping itself the rice uh paper wrapping you yeah you definitely could tell you know if it's dry if it's not moist and and sorry to say again you shouldn't judge a, a restaurant simply by, I don't know, maybe some food. Uh, a restaurant, no, by an appetizer. One single appetizer is what I'm saying. And coming from myself and always saying that, hey, you know, I go into someplace very unbiased, not having any type of preconceived ideas of what a place is going to be like. Yeah. Um, for some reason or another, if I have a spring roll and it's not great, I f- I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to be very disappointed. That might unfortunately set the tone for <laughs> the rest of my experience, which is so bad on my part. I know. Um, but there's just something about a really great um, spring roll or fresh spring roll. I, I tell you. I was really overwhelmed when I went into this restaurant. There were so many wonderful dishes and, you know, going to their website and looking at, I mean, extensive appetizer list. Uh, Gosh, I was, let me see if I could find specifically what I had because I did have something that was, I think was really interesting. Oh, here it is. I'm going to say it's item number C83. <laughs> it's the uh, the Penang. Um, Penang. P-A-N-A-E-N-G. So that's with coconut milk, red curry paste, um, kaffir leaves, uh, sweet basil, uh, galanga, uh, lemongrass, and, you know, uh, bell pepper, and also green pepper for some keat. Um, I had mine with shrimp. Yeah, I mean, the, again, you, there are various different types of meats that you could actually have with this. And it is a bit spicy. 
I love how they do actually identify it on the menu, the ones that are spicy, you know, oftentimes with spicy, you know, little Thai chili sitting right next to it. <laughs> um, but there are definite, definitely spice levels. Have Make no mistake, there are definitely spice levels. And this penang, this is under the curry section. And I, I'm telling you, when you look at this menu, uh, even online, there are so many things to choose from. Just, you could seriously get lost. And I think if you go there multiple times, you will never have the same thing twice in a very, very, very long time. Uh, gosh, but yeah, that uh, Penang, so many, so many different flavors. And uh, this is corny as always, you know, and I'm always gonna be corny when it comes down to food. Uh, so many emotions when I was sitting there having that, you know, just having the whole meal itself or this specific item. Um, fortunately, there were only, well, not counting the staff, but people that were in the dining area. There were five people there, five. And it's a big space, but I went late. I think I probably went like about eight o'clock, 8.30, something like that. But I was, I was dying to try them and I was not disappointed in it. So much good flavor. Uh, the spice level, I'm sitting there at the table with my napkin, hoping that it's not the type of napkin that as you dab and wipe some perspiration from your brow, <laughs> that it starts to break apart on you. <laughs> um, because yeah, uh, this had some heat. And even though I told them, what, um, medium? Um, it was, it was an enjoyable heat. It was not one that was difficult to palate or that you can taste. Um, it really was enjoyable, but of course you do have to be a person that likes some type of heat. So many different other things to, uh, to choose from. Um, I think I'm always going to remember C83. Uh, and now order it with other things, pork, chicken, beef, or, or one of the other items there. I mean, they have tofu a, as well. So if you're worried about uh, maybe some vegan or vegetarian options, honestly, from what I understand, most uh, Asian or influence restaurants will actually have uh, some type of vegan or vegetarian option. And then specifically tofu. Um, for those that like tofu or they may just have them with just vegetables and by themselves but uh, I suppose looking at the menu right now uh, we t I talked about two items already the Penang and the stuffed chicken wing wouldn't you know that the following item after the Penang which is C83 C84 is Penang stuffed chicken wing. So marry those two items together that I've already talked about. And I can only imagine what that is actually going to taste like. And that will be my next thing that I have the next time I visit there. They have offer roasted duck, um, 
all the curry and hot pot uh, options that are available definitely uh, you know stir fry your standard stir fry and you know they're they are going to put their their spin um, on it uh, specifically um, and again it's it really is described as being a fusion and a fusion and grill restaurant so go there with a, a definitely an open mind and know that okay this is thai food or their version of thai food um hello they are of that ethnicity and they can make that determination of doing some type of fusion and adding some different ingredients that might not be the standard uh, a thai dish or thai cuisine but again krung thak krum thap thai is located at 1141 uh, Rice Street, that's St. Paul, Minnesota, 55117. Right down the, st uh, I'll say right down the street from me. <laughs> yeah, only because I can. Okay, here's another one. Again, going back to the fact that I was on this Thai, today is going to be kind of like a Thai food theme. Can you tell? Uh, if not, please get on board. <laughs> This other restaurant that I've gone to, um, it's called Friends Cafe. Friends Cafe is in Roseville, and they are located at 1711 Rice Street. And you know, if you're familiar with that area, it's right across the street from Walgreens. So right at the corner of Larpenter and uh, Rice Street, there is a Walgreens. And across the street... On the other side of the street of Rice Street is Friends Cafe. And the cuisine there is Asian, and they describe it as being Asian, Thai, Burmese, uh, with vegetarian option, vegetarian and vegan options. Um, once again, folks, if you have not gone to someplace like this, please go. <laughs> or I'll just say you know go to friends cafe um another wonderful place along along rice street i mean how can you I, I can't describe this place it's just so much fun the food is really good uh i think i had I was trying to locate their their menu online, which I can't seem to find for whatever reason. But anyway, looking at their website, uh, or you know, once again, they're located at uh, eleven seventeen. I'm sorry, seventeen eleven Rice Street uh, in Roseville. They're open from ten a.m. to eight p.m. and that's uh, Monday through Saturday. And it's a small, quaint place. Uh, I remember just overhearing the conversation that um, you know, someone asked how long had they been open and they had been open for some time it's just that it changed hands uh, and so ingredients new recipes and so forth now came into play and has given i don't i don't want to say birth to you know more amazing um, dishes 
but I will say that I have not had any type of uh, Burmese type of cuisine. So even if this is probably most likely, once again, a, a fusion uh, where we have, you know, a specific, you have Thai, Asian influence, and then of course, um, you know, influences from uh, Burmese culture uh, and the cuisine that they would actually uh, prepare. I had another curry dish. I think it was, I don't remember the name. I can't remember the name, but it was just with crispy, uh, crispy pork belly, actually. <laughs> crispy pork belly. It was It was definitely a curry. I think it was like, uh, I, I just a just a green curry. Uh, I don't recall that they had a, a name. You know, a lot of times the name would be Thum Ka, or I don't recall that. But they had a specific name to it, and I apologize that I don't remember what that is. I will make sure to post the pictures of these so that you know specifically what I was what I was referring to because it was a really great dish another um, curry this was more of and I shouldn't even say curry it really was more of the soup um, with so coconut milk and all the different flavors that would uh, standardly go for that um, that Thai dish uh, but again in that curry with coconut milk and kefir leaves um, the crispy uh, pork belly and and it wasn't just a few small pieces it was almost every spoon had some piece a really nice size of of meat and other vegetables and everything it it wasn't very it wasn't scant with 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 ingredients and a whole lot of soup i think that's what made it so enjoyable plus it was a cold day and I need to be warmed up, kind of like today. It makes you want to kind of like have something warm, right? Well, <laughs> once again, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on, but want to once again encourage you if you have a suggestion or maybe would like to share uh, maybe a food experience um, that you've recently had, um, we're more than happy to uh, talk about that and discuss that on air with you. Feel free to give me a call here at the radio station, which is 651-200-3479. Again, 651-200-3479. Um, I'm not going to talk about uh, another Thai place, but I thought, well, you know, recently I was attending, I'd say, uh, kind of like a, a company happy hour or something. Uh, company I work for. Uh, and there was this wonderful place or it was a food truck. And we were at, what was it? Nearby my job is a place called Black Stack Brewing. And though we're not talking about brewing, there was again the food truck that was there called Everything Apples. And I'm trying to find out more information about everything apples. And I will tell you that they are 
you know, considering their story, their, their story is an apple broad and a legacy. Um, this is a, a two brothers. They are actually taking up the legacy from their grandfather with having a food trailer. Um, they have handcrafted foods and you just really have to follow them and know to catch up where to where they're located throughout the Twin Cities because they seem to be all over. But it's a family owned food truck and they provide handmade brats, um, smoked pulled pork. And that's the part that caught me or really pulled me in. <laughs> they serve apple crisp and then other treats as well. But then they have and I still have not had this yet but they have booyah <laughs> and I know that's I've asked a friend you know what exactly is that and they're like well it's kind of like um, it's a soup or chili you know but a lot of ingredients and yeah you have to have it to really understand I'm like okay one day I will one day but these brothers or this family-owned food truck everything apple they actually have that as well on their um as i've talked about it too a mobile food unit mfu uh they really worked hard on this i mean when you see the trailer you're like wow this is really cool and definitely you can't go wrong with having things that are you know apple you know related yeah if you're interested in just finding out some, you know, wh where they're going to be, I would suggest reaching out to them. Um, they are on Facebook and just look for everything apples. Well, I should say everything apple, Minnesota, MN, everything apple, Minnesota. Uh, and message them if you would and ask them, you know, whatever questions, you know, whether it be hours they're located, uh, and I say that because they change, they move around very often. Um, so if you're interested, you really have to keep abreast uh, with with them. What what more can you say on that? You know, when you're popular, you're going to end up a number of places. And just to give you an example, what today they're going to be at Dual Citizen Brewery. Uh, that is Dual Citizen. Um, more of a tap room. Uh, that's today, August, October 13th. October 14th, they're going to be at Bent uh, Brew Stillery. That's in Roseville. Uh, then, what, on the 15th, they're going to be at Lake Monster Brewery. So, clearly, it's not like you will just find them someplace situated all the time. Uh, if you go to their Facebook and look at their upcoming events, they're busy. <laughs> they're very busy. And I'm, I'm jealous of them of, of that uh, because to catch them, uh, you, you, you got to be very stealth <laughs> and follow them everywhere. <laughs> the food is really good. Um, I had... Uh, some a friend let me taste the what apple crisp that they had and I'm not one I've not I'm not an expert on apple crisp but it was good and of course immediately I'm thinking that I need to have vanilla 
ice cream uh, with this apple crisp so that it melds all together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Definitely leave it at that. The next place I want to mention, and honestly, this is kind of like obscure. Uh, it's almost like we're finding this out together, <laughs> if you would. Uh, it's a play, It's a Mexican restaurant called Colita, and it's not open yet, but when it does open, it will be at the address of 5400 Penn Avenue South. Um, and of course, that's Minneapolis or South Minneapolis. Five five four one nine. Um, again, just trying to find out information about it, and it's not. Again, it's not open yet, but it is one that is going to be coming. And you know, who does not enjoy an opportunity to have really great Mexican food? I'm like. I I'm I'm I don't know anyone that is not interested in that. I, I think they are. Hmm. Yeah. But the same chef that is actually behind Martina is actually this one as well. Right, that is starting this uh, 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 excuse me this Mexican restaurant um, as well it's going to be it's suggested that it's going or it's talked about that it's going to be more of a Tex-Mex Tex-Mex cooking uh, again more smoked meats um, small plates and aren't small plates called like tapas? Yes. Oh, and there we have, I finally found the information. So, Colita, the restaurant owner, the individual that is behind Martina over in the Linden Hills neighborhood, um, they're opening this restaurant in. And I don't know their neighborhoods very well, but Armitage. So I told you the address, um, 5400 Penn Avenue South. So Daniel de Prada is going to be opening this restaurant. And they said that it's supposed to be late September, but you know, here we are, October. Um, yeah, it's coming. It's definitely coming. But definitely, they confirmed that it's going to be um, more Tex-Mex, so it's be raw seafood dishes, um, small plates, and I use the wrong term, tapas. It's not tapas. It is, and they refer to it as botanas. I believe that's the correct um, botanas or botanas. and a lot of different variety of vegetables are actually going to be available as well. Um, I just noticed that they're going to have mole. And gosh, they're going to be making their own 
and tortillas so this is gonna be so good y'all i'll tell you more about it as i find out more information but uh specifically you know i i want to say that specifically the twin cities twin cities eater.com actually talked about them um some time ago um i think it was maybe back in june um yeah and shout out to the um the writer that uh, came up with that or that uh, put together that uh, that article uh the food that is expected to come from out of this restaurant is is amazing i mean if you've never been to martina that's an experience in itself but here now is something a a restaurant uh, or that will be in a different neighborhood uh, but will give you an opportunity to have even though there'll be small plates um, not huge plates of what we're probably used to a, a standard not even I won't say standard, but sometimes Americanized Mexican restaurants. Um, these will be more smaller plates, um, but flavorful and inviting. Um, you know, basically to stay and have a lot more. So that's what's going to be coming. Um, yeah. We still don't have a time, but, you know, I promise that as I find information, I will let you know. So just keep listening. I think the important thing is just you have to come back and listen to the Umbuji Foodie. That's the only way that you're going to find out. Don't don't do your own research. You'll 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 tire yourself. Don't worry. (laughs) Let me do that research for you. (laughs) Yeah, let me do that research for you. Listen, um, as you know, last week I talked about, and actually I had uh, a really nice guest call in, if you would. Her name is Caitlin Sabrio. Um, she is the director of coffee at Northern Coffee Works. And Northern Coffee Works, you know, we're having an event today, and it's she talked about specifically how it's going to be a, a bayou type of menu with shrimp etouffee and pole boys that are, are supposed to be really awesome and amazing. Um, definitely check out and get an opportunity to to visit Northern Coffee Works. Um, they're located in the was it, was it is it the not really the I guess the, the North Loop um, area of Minneapolis. It's not warehouse. I think it's just the North Loop. Anyway, definitely visit them. But I mention that because in the next few weeks, next couple of weeks, um, Butcher and the Boar is actually hosting a wonderful event for, and I've talked about them uh, as being a, a really awesome organization um, because they put forth uh, more focus uh, to artists and actors with diverse abilities or disabilities. Um, it's Interact Center for the Visual and Performing Arts. Um, they are located in the St. Paul area, but again, they are challenging people's perceptions of 
um, people with disabilities. Um, if you're thinking that, you know, certain, you know, just anyone with a disability cannot be an able-bodied artist or make something, create something, uh, perform, uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely a mistake. <laughs> it did mistaken thinking, and I am definitely one to um, tell you differently and attest to that as well. Um, but Butcher and the Boar is partnering with them to provide a really great experience. Um, on November 11th, there is going to be a wonderful, I, I want to say, a food event. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really exclusive, though. And I, I don't mean that in the way that the word exclusive comes out. Um, it's just it's a small space, you know, but they are making it available so that, you know, uh, partnering with Interact, uh, they are going to be offering um, food that is. I, I don't I want to say to die for, <laughs> uh, but just I'm going to read you a few of the things that are going to be on the menu. Look, Creole inspired buffet is what they're calling it. So there's going to be pork jambalaya. So I know how some are about pork. I'm sorry. Um, there may be other things on the menu, uh, that, which there are, but you know, I, I, yeah. So respectfully, I understand, but I'm just going down the list of the things that they said they're going to be making or be preparing. Pork jambalaya, first one. Crawfish etouffee. Uh, peel, and eat, peel and eat shrimp. Uh, fried chicken. White rice and red beans. Uh, green uh, tomato uh, feta salad. Jalapeno slaw. Beignets. Not familiar with the beignet. And I'm not saying I'm from New Orleans, but I've had a beignet before. And it was wonderful. And it wasn't even from New Orleans. So knowing that New Orleans has beignets on lock, I am in for a flavorful treat. And so are you if you've never had one. So so those are just you know some of the items that are actually going to be on the this menu um and it really is all gearing up towards and i shouldn't even say that because during that time period on november 11th there is a performance that's actually going on at the guthrie and it's called hot funky butt jazz so butcher and boar is actually partnering to kind of just say thank you and show their support to interact as well as to those actors and artists that are doing their thing at the interact center. Um, what better way to actually appreciate, uh, what artists do than to support them and go out uh, to their event, purchase some art, watch a performance, all of that. Uh, or in this case, feed people. <laughs> it, but if you're probably wondering, okay, butcher on the boar, 
It's 1121 Hennepin Avenue, uh, Minneapolis. Um, you want to find out more information about that? You can by simply visiting interactcenter.org. And again, interactcenter.org. There will, this will be a, you will actually have to, there will be some type of need for entry. There will be an entry fee. Let me put it that way. <laughs> there will be an entry fee, uh, and, but it's it's supposed to be a great time uh, because not only will the food be wonderful, but you'll have an opportunity basically to be in a jam session with all of the musicians and and vocalists, if you would, uh, that will be performing at this production of Hot Funky Butt Jazz at the Guthrie. Who does not like jazz? Uh, we're not, this is not a jazz show, but if you can appreciate jazz and know that, uh, yeah, this is a really great opportunity, you won't pass it up. <laughs> uh, I'll just encourage you just definitely to visit uh, interactcenter.org. Um, you can find out about the organization. You can find out about the event. Um, and I'm talking about it because it is a food event. Uh, I'm here. It is at the restaurant. It's at the butcher and the boar. And just even going there for appetizers is an experience, uh, enjoyable, and surprisingly, you know, not bad, not bad uh, for your pocketbook, <laughs> for your wallet, for your debit card, <laughs> and the credit card. Yeah, Butcher and the Boar, make sure you keep that date in mind, November 11th. You could always feel free to reach out to me uh, at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com uh, with an email. Maybe you want to find out some more information on that. I'll be more than happy to talk to you and just kind of briefly give you some details or check them out on Facebook as well. Butcher and the Boar is actually going to be posting some information about that uh, as well so if you're ever interested in just hey an event here or there keep november 11th in mind because i don't think you want to miss it you really don't and yeah wicked plug um you don't want to miss the production because the unbougie foodie is in it as well so um, hopefully that might convince you to come on out to the Guthrie. Um, <laughs> you will be surprised that many will have an opportunity to actually see this production and hopefully you will too. So if you are interested, maybe participating in this food event at Butcher and the Boar, uh, make sure you're, again, going to interactcenter.org and it will tell you more about that um, or follow up at Butcher and the Boar. And again, think of all that Creole-inspired food that will be available at your fingertips for that evening. That's going to be from 3.30 to 7. Just throwing that out there. 
so you'll have time to partake in wonderful food uh, great atmosphere great music and if you're an adult a responsible adult remember drink responsibly uh, there will be an opportunity to have adult beverages so again just throwing that out there making sure that everyone is available everyone is up on the up and up with the knowledge and information so once again i want to just say thank you the time really does fly by and sometimes when you ramble about food uh, or food events you have to wonder where the time goes like now but remember i am here every saturday at 10 a.m right here on weqy 104.7 the voice of the east side you know i really want to thank all of those that have uh, contacted me last week in reference to today's event at northern uh, coffee works i mentioned that there was going to be a few individuals that were going to be selected in uh, if you would joining me at uh, that event uh, i have contacted them already and i think you know what because we want to keep it a little secret um they know who they are so if you were not one of those individuals um you'll probably have to drive by to actually see and if you'd like to stop in you certainly can uh but that i'm telling i'm telling you about it because it involves food why not but i want to say thank you thank those individuals on um, those persons that participated and just was interested in actually coming to a wonderful event um hopefully you're gonna enjoy yourselves i, I really feel that you will um the music will be good the food will be good the space will be good yeah uh, you'll enjoy yourselves trust me you know i i have not had an opportunity to talk more and more on food justice uh and i would i'm kind of before the show ends i'm putting a request out to any restaurant or chef or um, individuals in the community that would love to talk about more of social justice or food justice in the neighborhood um it always i don't want to make it seem like i am the only voice uh, in the neighborhood that has these uh, a thought or idea or wants to have a discussion i know that there are many out there that are uh, doing different um, things and uh, if there's not one that I've ever talked with or to or about on the show, I would encourage you as audience, audience listeners to please let me know, um, get me in contact with them or let me do an introduction <laughs> and I would love to have them on the show and we talk more about um, the need for 
accessibility of, of healthy foods and so forth within your communities, within your neighborhoods. Uh, so ones that, and it doesn't have to necessarily be, we're talking about food for any neighbor anywhere uh, that in whatever neighborhoods that they're in. We know though that it affects those that are of uh, more urban or lower incomes and so forth. But, you know, this is a, this is a show about food and everyone loves food. Um, and we're, if we could help try to provide any type of resources to assist others in getting, uh, ex- you know, food accessible to them, healthy foods accessible to them. That's our purpose. Um, that's you know, the reason for this show. Um, yes, it is about, you know, sharing new spots, um, be getting back more into recipes and so forth but you know it is about community and making sure that people in the community in your neighborhood uh, that we all have food available for us to live a healthier life um, and take care of our families that's the whole purpose It, it really is like my tagline says it really is all about the food And I want to encourage any one of you in the neighborhood um, or those that are listening across um, social media uh, or Internet users that are listening online. Feel free definitely to reach out and reach me here at the radio station. Again, that telephone number all the time is 651-200-3479. You have access to social media, uh, getting in contact with myself the unbougie foodie there's email you know if you want to have a, make a suggestion maybe you don't want to do it online or on air i'll, I'll say um, make sure you reach out and i'll i'll definitely thank you or give you a shout out and because it, again this show is really about the community and for you as audience listeners as well it's not just a guy uh, wanting to talk at you uh, with food. I am a guy that loves food, but it's a it's a show for you as well, for the community. So share your suggestions, share your your thoughts and ideas, or a new place that I should go to, uh, a, a topic, you know, that is food related, and that you feel that we need to address, mention. Um, all that's important to actually very important. So I, I'm actually going to leave the, I, I want to leave the last like few minutes for uh, any caller to call in and just um, talk about what they are planning to have for maybe like dinner or something. Um, I would love to find like uh, I have like some type of segment that I really want to just hear what you're having, <laughs> what you're making. Uh, I see online these wonderful dishes that and these are not chefs. These are um, individuals that are just at home cooking for their families, but they're so creative and coming up with wonderful ways and to feed their family 
and I want to know about that. I want, I want to, I hope I want, I find individuals that are willing to share their talents and their, their skill sets. Um, like I said, we'll have more opportunities for recipes and so forth in the very near future. We'll get back to that along with so many other uh, topics and I guess options you want to say, like uh, go get your Groupon, get your Groupon. Yeah, we haven't forgotten about that either. More pressing food items have come up. So that's what we're focusing on uh, and even topics. And so, you know, winter months are coming, different type of food and cuisines. I still want to find out what are you cooking? What are you making? You know, there are, like I mentioned, there are so many different things that are on the the internet and even coming across your Facebook page and so forth. Really quick before the show ends, there is, did you know that you can make lasagna in a mug? It's, it's hilarious to me. Yeah, it's not hilarious. It's a dream. <laughs> it is a dream. And... I think next week is when I'm actually going to talk about it because, yeah, it needs to be made. I, I want to try it first, and that's why I'm leaving it for next week. Um, yeah, but I'm seeing this, and it just looks like the simplest thing. Doesn't require, I mean, you could customize it and for however many people you have at your home. It doesn't have to be a huge pan because, you know, making a huge pan can be a lot of work. And you don't want to waste all of that. So why not try it in a small little mug? We'll talk about that next week. So keep in mind, that is a topic that you don't want to miss. <laughs> oh, thank you all so much once again for being here uh, with me, the Unbougie Foodie. Please make sure that you're following uh, me on Facebook and all of the social media, such as Instagram and Twitter. It's been a pleasure, as always, every Saturday uh, talking with you all and chatting about food. Uh, but as I end every show, I'd like to remind you and encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be. Because really, what? It is all about the food. Until next time, peace. Sit down with the unbougie food day.